Hello, brothers, sisters, and seekers. Assalamu alaikum. May peace and blessings be upon you all. For this week's episode, I thought I would talk about something very near and dear to my heart, as usual. <laughs> um, I thought I would talk about the subject of when you have a lapse of faith and what to do about it. And I wrote this, uh, I wrote about this, excuse me, in an article on Substack, and you can follow me on Substack at the Appalachian Sufi if you want to read uh, the article I wrote called What to Do If Experiencing a Lapse of Faith. So that's the uh, title of the article. And essentially, what I was arguing was that although lapses of faith are unfortunate, they're not the end of the world. They are a normal part of every seeker's life and every religious person's life and there are ways to bring yourself back to faith and there are ways to acknowledge your faults as a human being and your frailties without necessarily beating yourself up for said frailties so um i'm actually going to just read what the article that I wrote says. So it says, For the last several weeks, brothers, sisters, and seekers, I have to admit to you, I have experienced a lapse of faith. It has mostly been caused by a series of health setbacks over the course of the last couple of months. I have been feeling incredibly weary, weak, and sick, with a terrible sinus infection, one of the worst I have had in a long time. Being sick for so long can take a toll not only on one's physical health, but on one's mental health as well. So, let me just pause right there. Uh, I can't stress that enough, that um, when you have sicknesses that go on and on, I think... Uh, it, <clears throat> I think it's tempting for all of us to, or, or you know, a any person to be angry, any spiritual person to be angry and ask. God or Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala um, like what's what's going on here what's what's up, what's up with that you know um, so I think that's pretty normal but I went beyond just asking why do I have this uh, this dreadful um, sinus infection 
I went into a full-blown lapse of faith where I started questioning, well, maybe this isn't the right path for me. Um, maybe I'm not right for this. Maybe Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, maybe he has rejected me and uh, maybe I should just give up. Um, in terms of trying to follow his path, the straight path, you know. Um, but eventually, as I get into in this article, I realized that that was not um, the correct thing to do. And uh, it was, in fact, the exact opposite of what I should have been doing. So instead of uh, of confiding in Allah and praying to feel better, um, what I instead did was turn my back on Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, and uh, and I just said, eh, "I'm not gonna." pray today i'm not going to do all these things because you know i'm i'm angry um so i continue uh in the article um in other words i became as i became sicker i began to resent allah subhanahu wa ta'ala more and more and i stopped praying and thinking about him or reading about him as i went over uh, with you just now, I was very angry, and I didn't know how to control said anger. I was only focused on my suffering and how bitter I was that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had dared to inflict me with this terrible ailment. Um, because in my slight defense, um, sinus infections are not the most pleasant things in the world. Um, Again, I don't think that we should be angry or, or, or resentful toward our Lord for uh, for allowing things like sinus infections to happen, but they really aren't pleasant, um, especially when you already have conditions like I have that make your head vulnerable to things like chronic headaches and things like that. So um, when you add sinus infections on top of that, it makes it that much worse. And uh, that's a terrible thing. Uh, but anyway, um, eventually, however, I slowly but surely recovered from the infection, at least for the most part, um, and I realized the fact that I had experienced a major lapse of faith during the time I was sick. At first, I felt very guilty about it, but then I realized that guilt was exactly what Shaitan wants me to feel, not Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows that we will all have lapses of faith in our lives, but as long as we are genuinely remorseful uh, for those lapses of faith and we ask for his forgiveness, he will forgive us without question. The Quran tells us that multiple times. And that is true. Um, so a couple of points here. When I 
was sick, I realized that it wasn't really, it wasn't just my voice that was becoming a problem, or it wasn't just my voice that that was talking. It was Shaitan's voice, and Shaitan was tempting me to walk away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it was this idea that, well, he made you, you know, he made you sick, you know, you think you can trust him now? You know, that kind of, uh, it was that kind of vibe. And um, uh, that that is very unfortunate that that happened to me. But um, eventually, I did get better, and I am a lot better now than I was before. Um, certainly uh, a lot better than I have been in, in the last couple of months. So, um, uh, but anyway, as I said, as you know, just as much as Shaitan knows we will have lapses of faith, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows that we will have lapses of faith as well, and we should take care to listen to the Allah side of our brains or to, to open up a side of our brains to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and we should ignore the side of our brain that is unfortunately uh, open to shaitan and what he is suggesting um, so uh, but but luckily um, even if we do fall into the temptation to to <clears throat> sorry even if we fall into the temptation to uh, buy into what shaitan is telling us, the Quran tells us that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive us for going down that path as long as we are sincere in our remorse for uh, listening to shaitan. And as long as we seek forgiveness uh, from Allah, and that is a point that is stressed over and over again in the Quran. So uh, don't be immediately panicked like, oh my God, I just got uh, tempted by shaitan. I'm going to, you know, spend an eternity uh, in Jahannam, you know, I'm going to be all, you know, I'm, 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 I'm going to go to hell. This is terrible. No, 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 no. Um, this is a very, very easy fix. Um, and as long as you are remorseful for, uh, for your actions, then Allah will forgive you. Um, for instance, um, I prayed today for the first time in, a very very long time and it felt great and I sincerely asked Allah for forgiveness for uh, 
for not praying for a while. And it felt great. It, it felt like um, confessing a wrongdoing uh, to a mentor or an elder of some sort. So um, it was just as rewarding of an experience uh, on that uh, on that level. So we continue with the article. Um, so if you've experienced a lapse of faith recently, Sorry, uh, so if you've experienced a lapse of faith recently, my first piece of advice to you is to not panic. Like I said before, do not panic. Again, lapses of faith are going to happen to all of us as part of our series of tests from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. All we have to do is acknowledge that and ask for his forgiveness, as I said before. Then, um, once again, as I said, we have to make a sincere effort to change our ways by reading the Quran daily once again and gradually reintroducing the performance of Salat, um, daily prayers um, for those that don't know, into our lives so it becomes natural again. Then we must perform any act of dhikr that we feel comfortable with so we can always remember the blessings that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us every day. Um, and that's something that I've been trying to do, uh, over the last few days is number one, like I said, I've been trying to, uh, read the Quran more, pray more, and, uh, just incorporate those things into my life again. And, um, so I have some sort of structure, spiritual structure in my life again. So, uh, and then, uh, yep, dicker as well, very important. Dicker. And then, lapses of faith are unfortunate, and they are never easy to manage, but I hope I have managed, uh, but I hope I have managed to help offer hope to some people and to show them that lapses are not the end of the world. Um, uh, that lapses are not the end of the world. If anything, they are opportunities for a new beginning in which you can build a better future for yourself as a worshiper than you would have than you would have had if you hadn't gone through the lapse of faith in the first place. Experiences like these may also allow you the opportunity to think twice before judging others when they go through their own lapses. Through adversity comes opportunity, and Allah knows, especially in today's world, we could all use more of that. So, that is essentially that—that uh, that is my article that I wrote. And usually, the—and again, that's exclusively on Substack. Um, usually, these podcasts 
influence what I write on Substack. But in this case, it happened in reverse where I wrote the piece on Substack, obviously, before posting uh, this podcast. So um, I guess some weeks that that will happen. But um, so I really do want to stress uh, the point that I think sometimes we can... Uh, we too easily fall into the trap uh, of judging people and uh, when they have lapses of faith we say well how, how could you have a lapse of faith what's wrong with you you know um, and we don't it doesn't occur to us that everybody has lapses of faith and everybody goes through trials and challenges where their faith is tested and um, there are people that literally try to act holier than thou and say oh that would never happen to me it's like like I said like I keep saying it happens to everybody I'm sorry that's just the way it is and um, you're not superior uh, if you've had less lapses of faith than another person um, th that's just not the way faith works in, in, in my view that's not the way that we should view faith and not, not the way that we should communicate faith to other people just by putting them down all the time and just by saying, you know, well, I'm a faithful person and you're not, you know, it's like that's that's not a very productive way to spread messages of love and light and hope, which is what Sufis in particular are supposed to do. So and um, Muslims in general uh, are supposed to do that as well. So. Um, The good thing, though, about lapses of faith, as I said in my article, is that they can present an opportunity for a worshiper to be better than he or she was before uh, the lapse of faith. So it can actually inspire you to do better uh, and and be a, a a better servant of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala than you were before you had that lapse of faith. So um, so it can also present some pretty interesting opportunities in that respect. Um, and that's something that had never really even occurred to me before I was writing uh, this article. So. That's a, something to keep in mind as well. Again, um, again, the notion of lapses of faith being the end of the world and something to make a huge deal out of, I just disagree with. I, I think that does signal 
something that needs to be addressed, but I don't think that it's automatically this end of the world thing that some people make it out to be in multiple faiths. I'm not I'm not saying just Islam here. I'm saying um in many faiths you can find this tendency. Christianity, um Judaism, uh certainly, you know, the all the Abrahamic religions, but I'm probably in others uh as well. So um we just have to calm down with that and realize that everybody goes through these things. Everybody goes through lapses of faith and we have to patiently guide people through them and let them rediscover the, uh, their path instead of just, you know, instead of discouraging them and berating them and putting them down. So anyway, that's pretty much all I have for you today, except, um, as I mentioned in uh, a YouTube video that I put out on my uh, YouTube channel for this podcast, uh, I wrote a book recently called Among the Blossoms. Uh, it has nothing to do with, uh, with Islam, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> because it was written... Uh, I was just finishing it when I converted, so or reverted rather. Um, so, Among the Blossoms doesn't really have anything to do with Islam, but it does have a, a, a spiritual element to it. So, um, uh, it's available exclusively uh, at Amazon, so if you could support me by buying a copy of Among the Blossoms today... That would be great. Um, it is a fictional story, and the, like I said, there are some spiritual elements to it. It's a coming-of-age sort of psychological thriller, um, but I made sure to put in some sort of spiritual elements because I've always been kind of a seeker person. Uh, but this was written uh, largely, like I said, before... Um, I accepted Islam, so uh, there won't be any Islamic elements uh, in the text here. But please, please make sure that you go to Amazon and purchase your copy of Among the Blossoms today. Thank you very much for your support, and um, you can follow me on uh, Instagram at the Appalachian Sufi. You can follow me on Substack at the Appalachian Sufi. Um, and, uh, uh, you can also, of course, like, subscribe to my channel here and, you know, just support me in any way you can like the Appalachian, uh, follow me on Patreon. Um, you know, there's uh, many ways for you to support my work. Um, but anyway, uh, once again, uh, Among the Blossoms is my first novel that I wrote, uh, and it's available exclusively on Amazon, so pick up your copy today. It's available in paperback and Kindle editions, so uh, thank you very much in advance for uh, uh, helping me out with that. So, Anyway, the bottom line is that 
lapses of faith are no big deal in the grand scheme of things and that they should be treated with with care and not judgment so i will leave you with that and thank you very much for your support <laughs>